Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. My name is Cody Sizemore and I'm joined here by my lovely co-host, Maria Casillas. Maria, how are you doing today? Really well. Thank you for asking. How about yourself? Good. Doing good. good. It's uh it's chilly out. Yeah. You know, it's uh it's January. So, it's you know, we got some stuff going on. And uh <laughs> you know, uh <laughs> overall the holiday craziness and stuff like that. And uh yeah, no, it's it's been it's been good and um good first month of the year. So Wonderful. definitely feeling good. Um, Good. But, you know, before we jump into today's topic, just want to give you guys a couple reminders. Um, So first and foremost, we don't run ads on this show. And one of the best ways for us to, like, get this show out to more listeners just like you who have been getting, you know, value from this content is for you to do a few things. Um, One would just be to like the show or to follow the show on whatever platform that you're listening to. Um, but another one that would be very, very helpful is to share the show. Um, you could share it with another coach, maybe another person who's thinking about coaching, or maybe we're talking about something to where there's a little nugget of, of information or, or value that you got out of this. And you're like, you know what? This person is not even a coach, but they would get a lot of benefit from hearing that, right? So just sharing the show it really helps push this out to more people so that they can be aware of this and, you know, to, uh, to get more listeners and to make more impact. So we'd really appreciate that. Um, also, if you want to leave a review, that'd be awesome too. Only if they're five stars, you know, we don't like the one stars. I'm, I'm just kidding. You can do whatever you feel like you need to, but we would appreciate the five star. Um, and then lastly, we want to connect with you as well. So, you know, the, a really good way to connect with us would be through our Facebook page, Facebook group, rather, and that is called the Financial Coaches Community by New Money Habits. Um, free to join. It's a growing group. Uh, a lot of cool stuff happening in there, and we do you know some stuff every now and then as far as like things that you can be a part of. You can ask questions. You can bring up topics for this show in that group as well. We get a lot of topics to talk about on this show from that group. So join that group and uh, let's have some fun. So with that being said, Maria and I were kind of chit-chatting before we hopped on today and just kind of talking about like, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Like all that kind of stuff, right? And uh, Maria was actually sharing with me a pretty cool story about, um, you know, something that had happened with one of her kids. And we both agreed like, hey, like that might actually be a good topic to talk about. So Maria, I'm going to go ahead and shut up. I'm going to let you take the microphone and uh, yeah, take it away. All right. Well, first, I just want to say that, you know, you just mentioned in the intro, Cody, that uh, sometimes the things that people might hear in this podcast might, it's might, they not, might not be coaches themselves and it yet it might have something of value to them. I really believe that this episode might be one of those things just because mm. I don't know, it's just like, it's a life lesson. I think that we can all really you know grasp onto, but I do believe there's a lot of value for coaches as well. So. 
I'm actually, with your permission, going to share two different stories. As many of you know, I'm a mom of four kids and they're pretty well spaced out. So we have them age ranged from 19 all the way down to four. And I'd like to share two stories, one from my four-year-old and then one from my 16-year-old because that's where I get a lot of life material. Uh, just, just because, I mean, I really believe we become parents to grow ourselves even more so than to grow our own children. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, so we were driving down the highway one day and I, I live in Arizona. I don't know about where you live, Cody, but man, the Arizona drivers are insane here. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. Like I'm, I'm pretty terrified to have my daughter driving on the highway, to be honest, but Anyway, um, we were driving on the highway and I'm a bit of a speedster sometimes. I don't ever follow super closely because that that actually scares me. Um, but I do speed. So I share that out loud because I was probably going a good 10, 15 miles an hour over the speed limit. So I was passing a few people. But again, we're crazy drivers over here in Arizona. And so there were people passing us too. That's actually important for this story. So we're driving down the road and my four-year-old pipes up who's got like the personality of a 14-year-old and and the way that she processes things is pretty incredible. So I don't, I don't even know where she gets it, but um, she says, Hey mom, how come that semi is going backwards? And I saw what she was referring to. And I just said, Oh, sweetie, you know, that semi is not going backwards. We're just going faster than the semi. So it feels like, you know, it's going backward. And then about a minute later, another car passes me because they're crazier than I am. And she says, now, mom, how come we're going backwards now? And I said, oh, no, just like before, we're not going backwards. They're just going forward faster than we are. And in that moment, I just had this insight like, oh, my gosh, like that is so lifelike. That's so much like what we need to do in life. I know we're not supposed to play the comparison game. I'm sure that you've told that to people, right, Cody, or Mm -hmm. you've been told yourself by other coaches and stuff. But, and I, and I agree with that, but I also think that it's just a natural tendency to be able to gauge what you're doing by your surroundings and the people around you. And so, you know, on the highway, it's like, you might not be going the speed limit, but you might be going with the speed of traffic. We've heard that distinction before. And Mm -hmm. there are going to be some people who are going slower than you and some people who are going faster than you. But as long as you are all moving forward, then it's okay. Like when you have a wrong way driver, that's a problem. (laughs) And when you have someone who's completely stopped on the highway, also a problem. Um, But if you're all moving forward in that direction and, you know, you don't have someone else going backwards, that's that's where we want to head. So I just thought it was really cool that she recognized the the um, illusion of moving backwards, even though that person was moving forward. And I think that we get stuck with that illusion a lot, too. So I just wanted to unpack that with you a little bit today. What do you think? I think that's totally true. Um, Never thought of it that way. But I think that's very true. And I think it's especially true for, I mean, I think it's true for really anyone. Um, but I think it's especially true for people who maybe they consider themselves like high achievers or mm-hmm. they have like big goals kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because with those types of people, and maybe that's you listening to this today, um, you know, you just want to take the world and just run with it, you know, and you want to have like all these like big and amazing things happen. And it feels like we're always on like this time crunch kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. like I need to do this by this time. 
or I need to do this, you know, at this speed. And it, oh my gosh, there's someone else who's ahead of me. What am I doing wrong? And like all these different types of things. And I think that's a really, really good reminder. Um, because I struggle with that myself too. You know, like mm-hmm. I look at my life and I'm like, man, I, I still have so much more to do. Like so much more to do, so much more to accomplish, so much more to grow. And sometimes I feel like I'm just not there, you know, and, and I mm-hmm. feel like I'm going backwards some days. But when you take a moment to like pause and you're like, wait a second, no, like I'm doing all right, you know, and, and I'm, I'm still moving forward, even though it's not super fast, maybe compared to Billy Bob Joe over there, I'm still <laughs> moving forward, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a really, really good reminder that I think is extremely important for people to hear. So I love it. Cool. Well, and as you were talking, I just thought of another piece of the analogy as well. And and that's that the one initially that we were passing was a giant semi. And, you know, you just talked about how mm-hmm. you've got all of this big stuff you're trying to do. And it just reminded me that that semi can't go faster than it already is because of the heavy load that it's carrying. And mm-hmm. so it's possible that, you know, since you're trying to carry so much or do so much, it makes sense that you are going a little bit slower than people maybe who either don't have as much of a goal as you do, or maybe they do, but they're not carrying as much a burden as you are. They could, you could play with that analogy all day. Um, but it did, as you were talking, I'm like, oh yeah, it just happened to be a semi that was going by. So I think that that's a really good reminder too. And something else to think about too, is that the sports car is probably going faster than, than my the minivan. <laughs> right. Well, then the minivan too. The minivan yeah, too. Because that's who passed us was a sports car. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so the sports car is probably going a lot faster. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, like what's the likelihood of the sports car going as far of a distance as the semi? probably pretty low right mm-hmm. so it's like hey like mm-hmm. even though like you're going quote unquote slower you're still mm-hmm. going to go the distance because you've got those yeah. bigger things right yeah um, so that's yeah. a good analogy too i like that cool yeah see look what, what, what happens when we talk to four-year-olds <laughs> yeah yes yeah. all right so so moving on to like the teenagers because oh. the fun ones do you hear it do you hear it in my voice <laughs> like, oh yeah Sometimes I'm so exhausted just just saying the word teenager, uh, but I digress. We're not gonna we're not gonna deal with my plight as a mother right now. Uh, but I'm gonna tell you about another incident that happened, and this was with her. And there was another just I think beautiful insight that came, and so I'm hoping that our audience great just is able to gain from this as well. So algebra. I don't know if anyone who's listening just broke into hives at the word algebra. I totally geek out on algebra. I don't know about you, Cody, but I'm like, I actually enjoy it. It feels like a little bit of a puzzle to put together. I really like algebra. I yeah. did geometry. Yeah, me too. I wonder what, I wonder what yeah. there is there. I think something the there. I think I've heard that. Is there? Well, we don't yeah, need to unpack it here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there yeah. probably is something to that. Having said that, I remember when like beginners algebra, when my kids were going through that, I did not need any refreshers. Like it was, it came to me really, really quickly. And it was like, I, even though it's been 30 years since I actually was taught it, I was able to pick up on it pretty quickly. Having said that, I think she's in college algebra right now. And there were some things that I was like, oh, I I need some, like I I need some cobwebs 
cleared out a little bit. Like it, it, it didn't, it wasn't the first time I was looking at it. I could tell that I had heard it before, but it did take a little bit of time to, to redo it. So uh, the reason that's important is because that's what we were helping. I was helping my daughter with that day. And because I knew I needed some cobwebs removed, I empowered her to walk me through something because I'm like, look, I don't remember all this. And I just kind of pretended like, well, you just show me. And so she started showing me some of the things and I was able to, as I was watching her, even though I didn't know exactly what she was doing, I was able to pick up on a nuance, like a a disconnect in the pattern, if you will. And because she was so immersed in it, she didn't see that disconnect in the pattern. And when I was able to find it and help see her, help her see, oh, this is where I made this mistake. She was able to course correct and figure it out. So that was really good. And I think we do that a lot as coaches as well, right? I mean, we're we're able to help them see something that they can't see because they're just in the thick of it. And it's not even because we know better. In fact, we've talked about that here before. It's like, we don't know better than our clients about their own lives. It's just that we can see breaks in the pattern a little bit easier because we're not in it. That's not the insightful part, though, although I'm sure we can talk about that. What was interesting was that after that, because she got through that with my help, she said, okay, mom, I need your help on the next one. And I assured her, you don't need my help, but I'm here for you if you get stuck. She said to me, and I'm looking at this because I want to quote it correctly. She said, I'm already stuck just looking at it. And it didn't take me but 12 millimeters of a second to say, you're not stuck. You're just scared by the difficulty you think you see. And then I walked away and thought, oh, that was good. (laughs) I don't always say really good things, but I'm like, that was good. And that's something that we can absolutely use later on. And so I appreciate you letting me share that with you today. (laughs) So what do you think about all that? Um, I'm taking a note. So you're not stuck. You're just scared by the difficult. By the difficulty you that you think you see. Yeah. Yeah. So she had already convinced herself that it was difficult because of the last problem that she had just gotten through. And she decided in her head that she was stuck before she even gave herself a chance to start. And I know, I know someone listening does that to themselves because I do it to myself. I know that there are times when I see something and I know it's going to be difficult. So I decide that I'm going to get stuck with it. (laughs) And it's not always true. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes I absolutely do get stuck. And I'm so grateful when I have somebody to help unstuck me, Uh, you know, someone like a coach or a friend or a mentor, but I don't always get stuck. And it's in my head. Yeah, that's something that is extremely valuable that people can use in coaching. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's also something that is extremely valuable that someone could use on a consultation as well. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've talked about this before, like, you know, my frustration with just people's fear, you know, like, yeah, we see the path for them. And we're like, it's right there. Just, <laughs> just take it, just take it, you know, mm-hmm. but there's that fear of, you know, taking that step and stepping into coaching. And that could be a good one-liner to where it's like, hey, like, you know, you said several times that you feel stuck. And I can tell you right now, you're not stuck. Mm -hmm. But you are scared of the difficulty that you think you see, right? Mm -hmm. 
That's mm-hmm. really, really good. It's really good. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I really like that. Record. Good. I really like that you're applying that to the consultation because not as much because of what I said, but because of what she said. And that was, I'm already stuck just looking at it. So your clients right. who are fr- you're, you're frustrated with are the ones who don't even give themselves a chance. They just decide that they're stuck just by looking at the plan that you've maybe laid out for them, or maybe it's because you've laid out the the cost structure for what it costs to work with you or how much time they're going to put into it or whatever. And they're just, they're looking at it and they've decided that they're stuck just looking at it. So I really like that you applied that there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's useful in a lot of different areas, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just one that it stood out to me. Like as soon as I heard it, I was like, mm. That's a good one. That's a good right? one. Right? I yeah. love when those little insights come. <laughs> yep. 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 So great. So moral of the story is, is that if you, if you have kids, and, yeah, and you don't have kids, have some kids. <laughs> we don't really mean it. Don't have kids for that reason. Cause I'm telling you, it is more of a growth process for you. Than it is for the kids. <laughs> yeah. But one of the morals of the story truly is that lessons in life can be found all around, whether it's through Mm -hmm. your children or friends or whatever. And is the more that you become in tune with being open to those lessons, the more they're going to start flooding in for you. And I've just started making notes on my iPhone, to be honest. I like, oh, that's a good one. I'll just pick that up and I'll I'll put it in there. So those things happened recently, but not in the same day. I was only able to bring them both together to you today because I had made those notes. So I do encourage you to do the same thing as just be open mm-hmm. to what's around you and, and see what life's teaching you. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, good life lessons, Maria. Um, Thanks from toddlers they're, they're, to teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would, I was going to say like, they're, they're so good because they're authentic. You know, it's not something yeah. that it's like you made up or it's a theory. It's like, Hey, like this actually happened. And there's a lot of truth mm-hmm. to that, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, I loved it and uh, I thought it was really valuable. So thanks for sharing. Awesome. You bet. Thanks for letting me. All right, mm-hmm. you guys, we look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in till next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the financial coaches podcast brought to you by new money habits and size more financial coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.